Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to Parenting Hour on Unity FM 93.5. You're listening to Kathleen Roach at Nagy and this is Parenting Hour. This evening we're going to talk about travelling, travelling to Umrah, travelling to Hajj, travelling to different places. And we've got two guest speakers with us who have lots of experience in travelling and a very exciting show ahead Inshallah. So I hope you're able to tune in and welcome to all our listeners who are tuned in this evening. I hope Ramadan is going well for you all and may Allah reward you in all your good deeds and your fasting and in your charity and inshallah remember us all in your dua. Assalamu alaikum welcome uh, brother Abdurrahman and sister Elnor to our show today. We're looking forward to hearing you both and your experiences about traveling because today we wanted to talk all about traveling as, as we've mentioned. So let me start with Eleanor first. Eleanor, would you like to introduce yourself to the listeners, please? Assalamu alaikum, everyone. My name is Eleanor. I am the Muslim Travel Girl. I run a travel blog that is called MuslimTravelGirl.com. And in essence, what I do is I share my travel experiences with people and I help Muslims to actually travel the world without having to break the bank. Because there's so many things we can do to travel more and see the beauty of Al-Aqsa without actually having to spend too much money. So that's what I do, really. I started about um, a year and a half ago. I'm currently the leading Muslim travel blog with thousands of people on the list. And it's been amazing because there's so many things we can actually do to experience um, all these beautiful things that Allah has created and just see the world. Mm-hmm. MashaAllah. MashaAllah. Okay. So you've, you've been going for how long? Is it a year, year and a half? I've been running the blog for about a year and a half now. Mm-hmm. However, I've been traveling for <laughs> many, many more years. I actually grew up in the travel industry, so it's always been a passion for me. Oh, mashallah, so you've lot of experience behind you in this. And why did you feel that there was a need to have a travel blog like this? I started the travel blog um, just because I was traveling a lot and I was posting all my photos on social media. Mm-hmm. And when I was telling my friends how much actually it really cost me to travel, which sometimes... I've traveled to the U.S. for 150 pounds for a flight ticket. Um, So as you can see, everybody was so impressed and everybody was so curious. Um, And then they suggested, why don't you start a travel blog and just actually kind of um, explain there. And that's how it really started. It started as a hobby Mm -hmm. and then it turned into a full-time job. Um, Currently, we have um, thousands of people a month on the blog and... um, we do kind of like go through, I go through my experience of how I get deals. I share deals with people. I, I review hotels, Muslim-friendly hotels. Um, and the need was really that, and I think that's what, what grew the blog, is that there wasn't somebody doing that. Yeah, there are many companies out there who do, um, you know, tour providers. Mm-hmm. Um, however, there was nothing from the perception and the side of a traveler, like a Muslim traveler. And I believe that's one of the ways of the reasons why we were so, you know, why we're so successful. Mm, mashallah, mashallah. We look forward to hearing more about that in a bit. And, of course, your trip this evening that you're going to make to Umrah. So that would be very interesting also. Um, but just first, let me uh, go to Brother Abdurrahman. And if, if I'd like you to introduce yourself, Brother, and what do you do? 
السلام عليكم and رمضان مبارك for everybody and my warm greetings to you sister Kathleen and sister Elena also and everybody listening my name is عبد الرحمن هلباوي I work for Dome Tours International which is one of the tour operators here in the UK we are specialized in in Hajj in Umrah and also in uh, other tailor-made uh, packages uh, to destinations like uh, Jerusalem, China, Malaysia, Turkey, and uh, many other uh, places and destinations. We've been uh, running for about 15 years or so, and uh, we are very happy to be with you on the show today. MashaAllah, MashaAllah. And what was it that inspired you, uh, Abdurrahman, to do this, to be in the traveling agency business, to organize tours to different places? If you can remember back 15 years ago, yeah. what, what was it? What was the inspiration for that? Uh, actually, it, it's, it's not very far from what uh, Sister Elena was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, uh, in fact, the very first trip we organized was not for Dome Tours. It was uh, while uh, uh, being in charge of the uh, travel committee in uh, my university. Mm-hmm. And uh, we organized a Hajj uh, trip um, for 36 uh, uh, of my uh, colleagues and, and friends from the university. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole idea was uh, how to uh, save as much money as we, uh, as we can uh, so we ended up traveling at that time in 97 uh, uh, for Hajj out of France, back to France, uh, including accommodation and uh, coaches and uh, flights. And it only cost us 530 pounds uh, at the <laughs> time. So <laughs> 530 pounds to go to Hajj and to come back <laughs> with British Airways. MashaAllah. <laughs> uh, yes, from, uh, from France. So that was uh, that, that, that was a mission actually at the uh, at the time. Um, obviously, things have changed now. Um, mm. uh, I don't want to sound to be uh, too commercial, mm. but uh, things have changed uh, now. Uh, there are restrictions on how you get the visa. At that time, you can just walk into the embassy and get the uh, Hajj visa or Umrah visa. Mm. Uh, but rules have uh, changed now, and they, they a lot more restrictions and a lot more uh, commercialized. Mm. Um, still, this was the, the, the beginning, and then it developed uh, from there that how to organize uh, trips uh, uh, with with value, with with a lot of uh, uh, you know uh, added value to mm-hmm. the trip, mm-hmm. rather than just a ticket, uh, a hotel, uh, um, a transportation. Uh, th- th- these are means of um, you know uh, uh, traveling, but. It does not create an experience. Mm-hmm. So the whole idea was how to uh, uh, become a tour operator uh, that can create an experience uh, for people, whether you go for Umrah or for Hajj or for Jerusalem or for Malaysia or for Turkey in, uh, or Andalusia. You need someone to make the whole experience enjoyable for you. So this was the beginning, actually, yeah. MashaAllah, and I can see actually you both came together really nearly from the same point, wanting to share your experiences and have a wonderful experience for others to to understand and to be able to enjoy their holidays 
cheaply as possible, but in, enjoying that wonderful added value, as you, as you put it. Mashallah, that, that's a really good um, note from you, Brother Abdurrahman, that £530 means not that long ago, but that, that's, uh, we probably could t- t- multiply that by 10 now, at least for uh, for <laughs> at, least, at least, yes. yes. <laughs> to, get, to get a decent package nowadays in the UK, a decent one, mm. uh, you are talking... It's, it's not less than four and a half to five thousand pounds. Mm. Uh, mm. Something, yeah. something decent, uh, mm. you know. Yeah, but the, obviously it goes. Uh, um, uh, it starts from about hajj uh, uh, packages start from about three thousand and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, goes up to maybe seven thousand uh, here in mm. the UK. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, mashallah. And um, just before I move, mo- uh, pass back to Sister Eleanor again, have you done a lot of that traveling yourself? Have you gone to these destinations yourself? Because Eleanor mentioned the importance of, of going to visit the places and experience, and I know you mentioned experience, which she was saying, experience in the hotel, what they're like and their, what they feel. Have you also done that, or have you somebody in your organization that, that do that? Uh, actually, again, I, uh, just like uh, Elena was saying, uh, again, I grew up in a traveling culture, not traveling business, <laughs> but uh, traveling culture. Mm. Uh, we, I was, uh, I mean, my parents are originally from Egypt. I was born in Saudi Arabia. I grew up in Pakistan. Um, I studied here and then France. Uh, my wife is from Germany. <laughs> so we, we traveled a lot to the U.S., uh, Far family. East, uh, Middle East. Uh, uh, growing up, we were in this culture of moving from one place to another, traveling, mm-hmm. enjoying different uh, cultures and experience. And uh, uh, and yes, so so when when we started these uh, tours, I actually uh, used to travel to those destinations uh, myself first to explore, to find out. At one point, we wanted to set up a, uh, a travel uh, 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 research center mm-hmm. um, because I had a trip. Uh, I traveled uh, to uh, Budapest, mm-hmm. uh, Poland, uh, Czech Republic, and uh, Macedonia, uh, Macedonia, if I remember correctly. And I visited sites where uh, is a lot of history and heritage for Muslims. In Poland itself, in Warsaw, in uh, in, in Budapest, in, in Brno, in Czech Republic, and in uh, Prague, uh, a lot of heritage, a lot of uh, history uh, of Muslims from when the uh, Ottoman Empire was uh, ruling, and uh, they had a lot of dealings because these were the borders of the Ottoman Empire. And um, I, I, I was surprised and amazed, and uh, I, I had an idea a few, many, many years ago, with uh, some friends to set up a travel research. Uh, center uh, to to make a travel guide, you know, for mm-hmm. Muslims uh, when they're traveling uh, to pay, to point out uh, such sites. It's probably something similar to what Elena is uh, uh, is doing now, but I uh, obviously have to, uh, uh, any praise and um, congratulate her for having the 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 courage and uh, the initiative to actually launch something like this uh, and have it uh, available for people to benefit from. Yes, it does sound wonderful, and it's actually taken in modern technology what Eleanor yeah. is doing. And and uh, MuslimTravelGirl.com sounds a really good initiative, Eleanor, <laughs> to to have. <laughs> can you t- just before we go to uh, have our first commercial break? Can you just tell us about some of the countries maybe that you've travelled to from your experience? Oh uh, well. As Brother Abdurrahman said, um, I was brought up in a culture. I'm originally Greek. I've grown up in um, 
I'm originally Bulgarian. Um, I'm, I've grown up in Greece. So Bulgarian uh, I live in the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I come from a very multicultural environment as well. And alhamdulillah, five years ago, I became Muslim uh, because Allah. I was Christian before. Um, so it is a very multicultural environment. I've been to many, many countries. I think um, to name few, uh, Middle East, obviously, Kuwait, Dubai, um, Oman, um, U.S., um, Denmark, Morocco. There's so many. I think they're mm. about, um, I'm, I'm growing my list because um, the only thing that can probably stop me from uh, traveling will be, I don't know, really. I, I think it's really important to just explore what Al-Aswandala has created and because mm. that's a passion. I think I have about 20, 25 and growing list of countries. Every time I travel, I try to go through a different country so mm-hmm. I can just experience it. Um, but yeah MashaAllah this is really good uh, to hear from you both and uh, I think it will be very interesting for our listeners tuning in to the rest of the programme because now we're coming up towards the holiday season where the parents are looking for trips for their family or maybe they're looking at how to book Hajj some an experience that they can have together and it's important that they hear your experiences and your advice inshallah today so that they that will help them to guide them in how to book a holiday for them and their families for them and their children for what it is that they want to experience whether it is a spiritual holiday or a relaxating holiday or an active holiday but that they can come to people like both of yourselves to have that experience inshallah so we're going to lead into a commercial break in, in now and listeners please do tune in to us straight after this commercial break assalamu alaikum i hear the flowers kind of crying loud the breeze is sounding sad oh no Tell me when did we become so cold and empty inside? Lost away a long time ago. Did we really turn that blind? We don't see that we keep hurting each other, no. All we do is just fight. Now we share the same bright sun, same room. Why don't we share the same love? Tell me why not? Life is shorter than most that thought. Hold my head. the smile on the new bloody playgrounds oh no how could we ignore heartbreak and crying sounds and we're still going on like nobody really cares and we just stop feeling all the pain because like it's a daily basic affair now we share the same bright sun same round why don't we share the same love tell me why not Life is shorter than most at thought Hold my hand There are many ways to do it right Hold my hand Turn around and see what we've left behind Hold my hand, my friend We can save the good Spirit of me and you For another 
chance And let's pray for the beautiful world The beautiful world I share with you No matter how far I might be I'm always gonna be your neighbor There's only one small planet where to be So I'm always gonna be your neighbor We cannot hide, we can't deny That we always gonna be neighbors Your neighbor, my neighbor We're neighbors So hold my hand There are many ways to do it right Hold my hand Turn around and see what we've left behind Hold my hand There are many ways to do it right Hold my hand Turn around and see what we've left behind Hold my hand, my friend We can save the good spirit of me and you For another chance And let's pray for the beautiful world Assalamu alaikum listeners, welcome back to Unity FM, you're listening to Parenting Hour and you're tuned in to 93.5 and welcome back also to our Luton listeners, you're tuned in on 105.1. If you'd like to call in the studio, our number as usual is 772-8892 and today I am with Eleanor from MuslimTravelGirl.com and also with Abdurrahman from Dome Tours. And as you've been listening to before the break, we're talking about travelling, about how to arrange trips abroad. And now we're going to uh, specifically talk about arranging trips for Umrah and for Hajj, because as we are approaching the last few days of Ramadan and our spiritual height, alhamdulillah, is, is, is within us all, inshallah. And inshallah, may Allah reward everybody listening in, in this Ramadan period, Amin, inshallah, and accept all our du'a and our charity and our fasting inshallah I mean you may be looking now uh, parents to see what is next where do I go next how do I book a Umrah trip or how do I book that Hajj trip and I actually know that Eleanor is setting off this evening on her Umrah trip mashallah so alhamdulillah can you tell us a little bit about that Eleanor you sound very excited I am very excited actually because alhamdulillah it wasn't a planned trip I wasn't planning to go for Umrah this Ramadan Mm-hmm. Um, however, subhanAllah, things worked out very well, and I guess my dua was answered for Allah to invite us again. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm really, really excited because we know it's the last 10 nights. We know how important they are. And just the fact that I did manage to secure a good deal mm-hmm. for a numerous trip, um, trip during this time, is it's, it's unbelievable. Nice I, I, I feel very blessed. Mashallah, and you, can you share the good deal that you managed to <laughs> get? <laughs> so, um, I believe I mentioned that before when we spoke. I, I wrote a book on Umrah the 300 and how people can actually save money going for their Umrah. Mm-hmm. The need for me to do this was because from a personal need, really. As a young couple, I just got married. We really wanted to go. Actually, my Umrah was my honeymoon request. And when I looked at the prices for Umrah, I realized that if I wanted to do a five-star package where I'm close to the mosque, mm-hmm. it would have cost me thousands of pounds. Mm-hmm. And I really couldn't afford that. When you're starting as a family, you have so many things and so many expenses, but it can be quite frustrating. So I took the experience I have from the travel industry, from the miles and points industry, of all the reward programs and all the options that were available that I was already using Mm-hmm. for my other trips and I just checked if I can actually do something with those for going for Umrah 
And subhanAllah, I'm not a travel agent. So obviously my aim is to kind of help people save money. And mm-hmm. what I do is exactly this. I managed to slash my first umrah. Alhamdulillah, we went in January. And I managed to slash my umrah to about 400 pounds each, Mashallah. including visas. Mashallah. And we did stay next to the Kaaba in one of the international chains there. Mashallah. So and how did you manage to do that? <laughs> I use a lot of miles and points. Okay. I, on my blog, I share a lot of the tricks that are available for booking very cheap hotels on reward programs. I used exactly the same for flights where I just used some of the points and I paid the taxes, which were probably about 50, 60 pounds. And I did manage to do this trip this way. Many of the tips actually I used, and for this Umrah, because this Umrah was during Ramadan time, Mm -hmm. it is a lot more expensive than what I would like it to be. However, I will be sharing every experience on the blog. So if listeners want to go and check how I did it, I will share the prices, I'll share the points, I'll share the hotel reviews and everything. Mashallah. Um, it, it is something that is possible to do. And it's not for everyone. And I want to stress that because many times we get that perception that, oh, okay, so it's 400 pounds, we can do it. It does take time. It's not as easy as going to dormitories, for example, and Brother Abdurrahman and just paying the money and going mm-hmm. however it can be very rewarding it can be it can save you a lot of money but i would say that it's probably for people who are more active into saving or you know trying to different methods most of the younger generation of young professionals like myself who want to experience umrah who want to do the islamic pilgrimage but can't afford it but alhamdulillah it, it works it works very well for us. It has worked for many other people. Um, I love when I receive emails from people who've bought my book or who have actually read my blog and come back with questions mm-hmm. and they say, you know what, it cost me only 25% Mashallah. of what I would have actually paid with someone else. And how far um, in advance did you have to book this? Did you book all of this and did you plan all of this? Um, so for somebody who's just starting and wants to perform Umrah um, under 400 pounds or 300 pounds or 500 pounds, mm. I would say you need about six months to a year, depending on whether you're one person or two people or a whole family that travels. If mm, you're a whole mm-hmm. family of four people, you, you will require about a year of kind of like saving up mm-hmm. um, the points and all the other things that you need to, mm-hmm. be able to, to be able to perform that. But it will probably save you about five, six thousand pounds if you do it this way. Mashallah, um, mashallah. You know, I'm not trying to take any job from Brother of the mm. Rahman. No, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Go ahead. It's just actually a different, you know, a different way of doing it. And yeah. I have nothing against, I have nothing against any travel agent <laughs> or any travel agent. Uh, it's just, I find that, and I, Brother Rahman actually, you know, said it himself. It's so commercialized mm-hmm. yeah. that I find it so sad having to pay five, six hundred pounds for a visa during Ramadan. I know it's, we have free market, we have supply and demand. However, I sometimes feel that it's become so commercialized and we're, in a way, exploiting religion and mm-hmm. one of the holiest places on earth for Muslims. Well, I suppose the message we want to get out here is trying to get to the parents to be organized. And you, you yes. mentioned there that it takes about a yeah. year to, to do this. Yeah. So I would uh, urge parents now to think, you know, you've had this spiritual height in Ramadan, mashallah, we're feeling closer to Allah, alhamdulillah, and you're thinking of the next step. But planning for next year, maybe it's yeah. not this year that you need to plan for, it's planning for next year, looking at some of, of Eleanor's 
experience and planning for next year. What do you think, uh, Brother Rahman? Is it a bit too late now to plan for this year? Could could we plan even for Hajj? Is it a bit too late to plan for that for this year? Actually, b- before I answer this, I'd like to uh, add to what Elena was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that, uh, you know, she said, I'm not a travel agent, so I, I am trying to save uh, people money. This is exactly what a good tour operator aims and what a good tour operator tries to do, to save you money. Mm-hmm. Um, so so I, I agree with her uh, very much. Sometimes saving money comes through giving the proper advice, uh, providing the proper uh, visas. Uh, I think Elena is very blessed that she managed to get a visa uh, during the month uh, of Ramadan. But if she did not get the visa, uh, then she would have lost on the tickets if she had uh, previously purchased them, which many people fall into. Uh, Last year, I've seen many cases. I've had a lot of friends who Mm -hmm. tried to book, uh, who booked their uh, Christmas flights, for example, Mm -hmm. uh, but then failed to get the visa because the restrictions on the uh, Saudi operator uh, mm-hmm. Because of greed, uh, sometimes because of commercializing the whole industry, there are so many many factors. I, I I'm not making you know I don't want to make the you know the tour operator to sound a charity organization. Mm-hmm. It is not a charity organization, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of uh, restrictions, etc. So I know a lot of people who miss their flights in Ramadan, miss their flights in Christmas, miss their flights in Easter. On the other hand, myself and my family, I booked. Uh, I, I got the visa for my wife and my kids to go to Umrah this uh, Ramadan and, and then we changed uh, our minds because the flights were not, uh, we did not have a good option on flights, even though I am a tour operator and travel agent. Um, so, so, so it's a very, it needs a lot of flexibility like what Ellen said. Yeah, uh, in, order, in order to be able to save uh, this much money and mm. uh, to travel and enjoy an experience uh, yes, you need to be uh, very flexible. You need to be uh, able to just uh, pick up and go. And this this is one of the things that creates the whole experience and the enjoyment of, oh. of, of that experience, of course. So Mashallah. Yeah, no, 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 pro- <laughs> no problem. We will, uh, we'll come back to that question after the break, actually. We have to go into another commercial so, break now. So if we just hold, we'll hold, just hold on to that, inshallah, and uh, we'll catch up there after the break. Assalamu alaikum, listeners. Assalamu alaikum.